0: The reason people can't fathom that relationships can be hard is because we all view each other as commodities and the purpose of a commodity is to give you pleasure and at the point at which it Hmm. stops giving you pleasure, you replace it with another one. When you buy a dildo, its purpose is to give you pleasure and when it breaks or when it explodes inside your pussy you go and you throw it in the bin and you go and buy another one and the same with your car and the Ooh. same with your clothes and the same with your phone and we are now also commodities yeah and we view each other as the purpose of you is to give me good feelings yeah to make me feel good to make me feel pleasurable to make mm. me feel loved and it's because we view each other as commodities. Yeah. And it's it's interesting that like people just run from relationships the second they get hard is because yeah, con- commodities aren't supposed to be hard. They're yeah. supposed to be thrown away yeah. once they start giving you once your computer starts giving you a hard time, yeah. you go onto the Apple store
1: yeah. and
0: you're like, What's new? Yeah. What's what's the newest MacBook Pro? Yeah. I want the newest one. Yeah. I don't want the one with this problem. I don't mm. want the one with this amount of space. I want the newest one. Mm. And it's interesting, you were talking about loneliness being something that is sort of like self-aggrandizing in a way. Yeah. Because it is. And yeah. it's... Something that I find interesting too, whenever I go out, I find that, like, and this is something that makes both friendship and love impossible people are incapable of not talking about themselves. Yeah. Like, it's really, it's really hard yeah. to meet someone who doesn't just talk about themselves the whole time. The whole time! <laughs> and that too is because of capitalism Mm. you know like we're so alienated and life has become about pleasing the self Mm. to such an extent because that's what consumerism is about it's about Mm. pleasing the self Mm. people are are really like obsessed with talking about themselves because it's sort of the only thing left at this point that affirms that you exist. It's, it's oh, like wow. deeply existential. Wow. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like the it's like Descartes said, I think therefore I am. Yeah. But modern human consumerist, modern human says I talk about myself and therefore I am. Wow. It's, it's the only thing that confirms this. And like you go into conversations with people, and they talk about their degree. They talk about their job for a lot. Yeah, like yeah. people talk about their job, like too much. So, like really, guys, we need to. S- I'm gonna I'm gonna call a, a conference because <laughs> it's actually a pandemic. Yeah. People firstly talk about themselves so like they talk about their jobs endlessly, and it's so rare that someone is like, "What about you? What about you too? Like yeah. what? Or or even like what about? something like something that's not us only
1: ever ask you questions about you to size you up yeah like, like, what do you do yeah what do you like yeah yeah
0: and and something that eric from um he's this psychologist slash sociologist he talks about this in his book the art of being which i'm obsessed with and you should go and read immediately he talks about how the modern consumerist human faces a dilemma. Mm. And the dilemma is that he is very lonely. Mm. And so therefore, he wants to be with other people. Mm. The other dilemma is that he hates everyone and mm. therefore does not want to be around other people. Mm. <laughs> and, and the modern human faces this like paradoxical dilemma mm. of like both being lonely and wanting to be around other people, but also despising people and wanting to be by themselves. Mm. And we compensate for this, how do I put it? We compensate for this contradiction with like small talk, Mm. with Hmm. talking about ourselves endlessly. Mm. Because when you talk about yourself, Mm. you get to be by yourself Mm. Without being lonely. Ah, oh,
1: that makes sense.
0: You get to talk about yourself. You get to like just be <laughs> with yourself, thinking about yourself, talking about yourself. Yeah. But without being lonely, you have the other person right. there. Right. But they're just a placeholder. Yes. For the illusion of dialogue. Because really what you want is a monologue. You want all conversation to be a monologue. Mm. But without being lonely. And so the other person becomes just a placeholder for your monologue. And it's just you talking at someone about yourself without having to even engage with someone else because you hate people. Yes, Because you hate everyone. You don't have to be around people. And you see this with how people like, oh, I love canceling plans. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah, want yeah. plans, yes. but you also want to cancel them. Yes. Because you you want plans because you're very lonely. Yes. But you want to cancel plans because you hate everyone. Yes. And the the way to to navigate this paradox, mm. this dilemma, this paradoxical contradiction. Mm is small talk it's just the it's to just talk about yourself endlessly
1: you know i was watching this woman make this video about like what do men even talk about when they're alone like all they do is talk about sports all they do and yeah she was getting towards something that's actually real which is that as men under patriarchy we are conditioned that we are never to be burdensome to our Mm. other male friends, right? We're taught that we're supposed to talk about sports or talk about surface level, small talk-ish things Yeah, because anything that is emotionally dense, anything that is emotionally potent is burdensome. And the idealistic idea of being a man is being someone who is never burdensome. Mm. It is being someone who only gives, who only provides. They never take, they never, because taking would require receiving, which we've talked about before, makes you you feel powerless. Yes. For a long time I thought this was a uniquely like male affliction. You know, mm. I thought that we were the only ones kind of burdened with this curse of patriarchy of never yeah. really being able to have real conversation, emotionally dense conversation. Yeah. But I think as women step more and more into that patriarchal yeah. world, and as the world just becomes more genderless anyway, mm. now women deal with that same thing of now you guys Can only have small talk with each other. Except instead of talking about sports, you're talking about your curl patterns or something. But regardless, there's actually like nothing deep there mm. and I, I i used to think like okay well, well women probably are doing something different they, they've maintained this deep meaningful connection with each mm. other but i think it's actually all gone to shit yeah. i think both men and women have been frozen in this state of like small talk mm. meaningless substanceless conversation yeah, yeah. because of what you said because yeah. no one really wants to escape the self yes you know i yeah. still just want to really and you, you can't really get to anything deep and substantive unless there is, one, a genuine interest in what the other person is saying, Mm. and two, like a genuine vulnerability. Maybe saying things that you're not that proud to say. Maybe saying things that make you a bit uncomfortable about yourself. So, so long as everyone is trying to maintain this image of themselves. And they're basically only using other people as a means of like verbal masturbation.
0: Absolutely. You know, I'm not
1: speaking to you. I'm like masturbating with your body. You You know what? You
0: know what? It's, I love that you call it verbal masturbation because something that I also noticed at this party and just, I'm noticing it generally is that love becomes impossible when we continue to use each other as a means of escapism.
1: mm. And
0: I think, when we live in this hyper-consumerist, dystopian world, a lot of us really experience, like, a really deep... We really experience this, like, deeply existential, torturous affliction, which is not feeling like we exist, like, just feeling invisible. Mm. It's something that, you know, a lot of middle-class people talk about often, and it's, it's also why, like, social media is such a good solve for that, because... Our jobs make us feel invisible. Mm. The, the 12 hours a day that you spend working, because really it's 12 hours now, yeah. the fucking eight to 12 hours a day that you spend at work, you're mm. doing a bullshit, menial, automated job, which is just putting, usually consists of two movements. It's just <laughs> moving this, and then moving that, and yeah. then moving this, and then moving that. And it's like, imagine like being a cashier. Yeah. You know, you just you sit, and then you move, you move, boop, yeah. boop,
1: yeah. <laughs> boop.
0: And that's the sound every eight, eight to ten hours. You know, the sensory experience of being a human mm. has made us feel as if we are dead because mm. we're never doing anything. We're never like really alive. Yeah. You know, we're never like, we just like exist in this really dystopian zombie-like state yeah. of just like being half asleep at all times because our jobs are so soul-crushing and menial. Yeah. And whether you sit at a job and you type all day, you know, you that's not something that you can do with full awareness, with full aliveness. It's not something that uses all of your senses. It's not something that requires you to be awake. Mm. Our jobs are so menial and so boring, and so monotonous, Mm -hmm. that they actually literally put us to sleep. And we exist in the state of being half asleep, half awake at all times. And that is such a mind-numbingly, soul-crushing existence that we actually, spiritually, don't feel alive. We, We don't feel as if we exist. Yes. And so we have to do things to escape this reality in into one in which we do actually is, exist and into one in which we do actually matter and into one in which we do actually feel alive and that's why drugs are so popular that's why drug addiction is on the rise that's why hedonism is on the rise just like the endless pursuit of freedom for freedom's sake mm. because like we want to escape into worlds where we feel alive yeah and we oftentimes use each other as that yeah you know we we meet someone and we want the other person to make us feel as if we exist Mm. and we we want life to be about us more and more because we really do worry deep down existentially that we we are no more Mm -hmm. and in a lot of ways we are no more because we fused with tech we're kind of these half human half robot things that we carry around this phone every day and we need our gadgets to feel as if we can do things you know like in a lot of ways we are adept being a human Is no more. It's not what it used to be. And we are dead. Mm -hmm. And this creates this existential dread. And this existential fear. That we're slipping away from ourselves. Mm. And we keep like needing. Like we need to escape into new worlds to Mm -hmm. feel as if we exist. Mm. And in those worlds, we do everything we can to keep things about ourselves. We take pictures of ourselves, we post those pictures of ourselves, we edit those pictures of ourselves, we then share those pictures on other platforms of ourselves, and then we talk about it, we write about ourselves. Just like life has become so much about ourselves because we all fear that we are slipping away and dying. Yeah because life is so monotonous and menial mm. that we do really feel invisible and like we are just half dead. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if love can exist. Yeah. If that's, if that's what life is going to be.
1: You know, what you were talking about really reminded me of something I noticed the other day. Uh, the the artist like Doja Cat, which is like, you know, great. You know, yeah. I'm no problem with Doja Cat. But she was talking a lot about like, I guess how lonely and dehumanized she feels in the music industry. whatever. Yeah. And she went on like the red carpet the other day in like a literal like prosthetic like cat face. <laughs> like she literally just looked like a Hunger Games character. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I
1: feel like we're just entering this age of like transhumanism where it's mm-hmm. like, are we human? And, and it's like for, for a celebrity in the modern day and age to come yeah. out and be like, I just feel like no one's treating me like a human. Yeah. Are you treating yourself like a human? Because you look mm. like a cat. Do you like consider yourself helping? Do human? you consider, yeah. like you're presenting this and then you expect human empathy mm. when you're either presenting yourself as a god. Yeah. Or you're presenting yourself. And then. Beyond celebrity, I just think we do it as normal, everyday men and women. It doesn't even have Mm. to be celebrities. Because if every day on Instagram, I'm a man who's always showing you in my nice car, and I'm always like posting motivational quotes, and I'm showing you how much money I make, how would a a woman humanize me? I haven't humanized Mm. myself.
0: Thank you for listening to the first half of this conversation. If you're interested in listening to the rest of this conversation, you will find it on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash void or you can just click on the link in the description box below. So patreon.com slash Void or just click on the description box below and support me. Thank you.